Word Radio On Demand, 96.1 FM and 900 AM WURD. Streaming live at wordradio.com. It's time. It's time to have real, honest, open, difficult, and inspiring conversations. It's time for Love and Life on WURD, Progressive Black Talk Media. As I shared with you, I know, and I know you know, that is Thursday, and we have Thursdays with Dr. Z. Yes, we do. Yes, we do. For those of you who are unfamiliar, Dr. Z is the executive director for Sunrise Community of Pennsylvania. Yes, she is. She's a lifelong student of human behavior and social interaction with well over 15 years of experience as an accomplished trainer, professional speaker, and supervisor in the field of human services, and she currently serves as an adjunct professor for several esteemed universities. Uh, Family, I invite you to the conversation with none other than Dr. Z. Hey, Dr. Z. Hello, 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 everyone. (laughs) How are you, love? I'm good. How are you, Carol? I will not complain. I will not complain. No complaints. I was telling, I was telling our guest spring who joined us in the first hour, uh, when we were saying hellos and everything, I said, I was struggling today, but I'm good. You were struggling. I was, I was. No, you know how you have one of those days where everything, everything happens. Mm -hmm. Like you, you feel like, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. (laughs) (laughs) And the minute just wouldn't come. (laughs) Well, it's all right. It's all right. It's all right. So, Dr. Z, I know, again, every time you come, you have a topic you want to discuss with us. Okay, family, I'm going to tell y'all right now. And here I go, calling audibles. Yes, here I go. I'm always calling it audible. I do want to acknowledge our family members right now. The Oh, Ms. Viola. Ms. Viola went to the website. Thank you, Ms. Viola. I think that it would be a great idea for you and Spring to connect and have a conversation um, because I, I just really feel like it, it would be beneficial for the both of you. And I thank you so much, so much uh, for calling in. Um, Pepper shares. Okay, so off the subject, how do I know? I, why did I know? <laughs> Where did you get that beautiful letter necklace? Oh, thank you. My necklace came from Trunk. Uh, so there's a, a a store here at Third and Market. And I'm going to actually, I'm going to put it in the website. It's, you all have to know, Trunk Artisans. And it's a beautiful store. Um, they were actually guests on the show in the past. I'll put the address and everything in the chat so you all know. Malcolm shares, hey, Dr. Z. Hey, Malcolm. <laughs> and, and look at Pepper. Pepper says, hello, Dr. Z. I just remembered I was supposed to call you. Okay, I will. I promise. <laughs> <laughs> yes, Pepper. Yes, Pepper. <laughs> I'm still waiting for my call. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Okay, so Dr. Z, I know you, we, you have a topic. That we are going to discuss. But before we get there, I want to talk about something I saw in the news today. Okay. Because I want to have a better understanding of this condition. And I read today about Wendy Williams. It was shared today that she was diagnosed with primary progressive aphasia and frontotemporal dementia. Oh, see, by the looks of your and th- so I saw a clip of her. No, I saw a clip of her and it made me want to cry. Yes. It really did. I, yes. I, it, 
oh, it was so, it, it was just really, really bad. Her condition really, really mm-hmm. looks, mm-hmm. it looks really bad. And, and from reading that, that sounds like a lot. It is. And so much that I can't even unpack it all for you in this, in this segment, Carol, but really? it is a lot. It is a lot. Okay. Um, who was it? Bruce Willis, I believe it was. It was someone else just had that. Um, another celebrity I was reading had that same disorder as well. Um, I do know it's progressive. I do know that it happens drastically, but it's it starts early. It starts slowly. And then all of a sudden it, it gets it gets really bad. Um, I, I saw a little bit of it, to be honest, but I did not dive fully into it because I am a Wendy Williams fan. Let's just start there. Okay. I, so that really made me sad. I sent messages to my friends like I, I'm so sad. I, well, see, I didn't I wasn't aware um, I, I just happened upon a clip mm-hmm. at where she was talking, which uh, I, I don't want to mis- misspeak. I don't remember the young lady's name, but she was talking with another artist mm-hmm. and I was, I was I just stopped in awe. So I wanted to find out what what it read and the caption read that her um, her camp shared. It was hard for them to share, but they wanted to do so, especially uh before the special comes out, the, 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 it broke my heart. It really did. It really did because I don't know how, I don't know how old Wendy is, but to see her, it, it looked traumatizing. Yeah. It, it really, and, and I, I don't know a lot about, I, I should probably be asking you about dementia as well, but I don't know a lot about it, but I know we've touched on it in the past. Mm-hmm. Is that is uh, oh Black China? Thank you, Pepper. Black China was the young lady that Wendy was talking with. Okay. Um, dementia. At what age, or like, can you be afflicted, or, or how early does it? So, as we see with Wendy Williams, it starts. It can start at any time. Wendy, I want to believe, is fairly young in fifties, maybe That's what um, early fifties, and so. We always think of dementia as something being later in life, something that mm-hmm. older you get, but don't hold me to it because I am not an expert on that disorder. Mm-hmm. However, I do believe that a part of her, initi- her initial diagnosis, the manifestation or the trigger to that is also dementia. So dementia is something that happens when our brain start- is not able to focus anymore. We're not able to maintain memory as we typically do in the past. Um, and then it ultimately over time slips away. But even when okay. we look at Wendy before she got to this point, you can start to see that progressive stage start happening and that slipping away started to happen even before they announced her disorder uh, today. Okay. And I'm sorry, family. I just, listen, I called an audible. I threw this on Dr. Z. I'm so sorry. I did. I did. So what, what, um, I did not realize that this was the same affliction that Bruce Willis has. has. Mm -hmm. What, what is, uh, progressive aphasia? What is that? So it's, I, I understand it to be a struggle for language and communication where they're not able to communicate their words as clearly as they typically would. So I don't remember, I don't know if you watch Wendy or follow Wendy, because again, I am a Wendy fan. Um, <laughs> but you remember she started not being able to flow with her sentences. Her words weren't coming out as clearly. So that okay. disorder causes the language to start breaking down. Then simultaneously with the dimension, your memory starts to slip away. Simultaneously at the same time, 
time you start to become disconnected with reality from a mental perspective, from a language perspective. Mm. And then the other parts of that is all medical stuff that's above my my head. Right. But I do know that those two Mm. things combined, her inability to communicate effectively and to process memory is a part of that diagnosis that she does have. I'll show you, I'll read to you what I read. It read, Wendy Williams has been diagnosed with primary progressive aphasia and frontotemporal dementia. She, Williams had taken a leave from her talk show in t- 2021 while she dealt with health issues. And in 2023, after undergoing a battery of medical tests, she was diagnosed with the conditions which affect language, communication, behavior, and function. So just now... According to a news release, so that so uh, when when this reads function, this is just um, referencing like overall movement, movement, cognitive functioning, language functioning, all of that. You know, the brain Uh is an amazing organ. So when we start to lose certain parts of our functionality, Mm -hmm. it impacts all of us. So I know one part of this disorder also talks about sudden impulses, inability to control certain behaviors and actions. That is because Mm -hmm. the and if I'm not mistaken, don't hold me to it, but I believe The left hemisphere, I believe, of the brain has lost its capacity to process information the way that it typically does. And then ultimately it impacts everything else from her muscles, from her memory, for her language, her speaking, her processing, her movement. All of those things get impacted by that. Mm. Okay. well, Dr. Z, thank you. Thank you for appeasing me. You know. Family, y'all know, I listen, I saw this. I said, I have to ask Dr. Z because Dr. Z, you're my guru. I, I know, I know. I love it, Carl. I know, I love it. But I don't, all of that, I didn't even, I didn't even look into it. And I reason this is because if anybody knows me, if any of my friends and family are here, I love Wendy Williams. So I was not really ready to embrace that Wendy Williams was in Quebec. I know that's a, she's not everyone's favorite. I know, but I like Wendy Williams. That was my yeah. pleasure at times. I didn't always get to see her show, but toward um, the the end of it, I was able to catch episodes, you know, from time to time. And she was entertaining. So mm-hmm. I, I said, I have to ask Dr. Z because I, again, I did not know that Bruce Willis had the same affliction. Mm-hmm. So I had not, I had not heard of this. I was like, what is this? What is this? And I love Bruce Willis. I mm-hmm. love him. So thank you for that. Thank mm-hmm. you. Oh my goodness. So Pepper, Trunk is the name of the store. You know, I mix apples with oranges. I'm back to the oranges. So Trunk is the name of the store. It's located here in Philadelphia. It's on 2nd Street. And it's a store that um, that carries uh, the goods of independent artists. So at any given time, um, you'll find anything in Trunk. Um, all be wonderful, 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 wonderful wares, jewelry, and all kinds of things. So Trunk, T-R-U-N-C is the name of the store and it's on 2nd Street, uh, 929 North 2nd Street to be exact. For those of you who are wondering, what is Carol talking about? Pepper asked me from where I got my necklace and that's from where I got my necklace. We'll have to have them come back and talk about what they have in the store now. So uh, family, it's Thursday, Thursday with Dr. Z. All right, all right. Um, Khalil, Khalil Rashid is checking in. Hi there, Khalil. Sending peace and love right back to you. Yes, I am. Yes, we are. Joey Dixon is joining us and he's sending one love and jazz to everybody. And Malcolm shares, Dr. Z, look, same here. 
I've been a fan of Wendy since her days on the radio. So, you know, we're all we're all keeping vigil for Wendy. Okay, we are all. And uh, Malcolm shares, I think Wendy's either 59 or 60. Oh, she's young. Oh, she's young. Oh, Pastor Daniel Black is joining us. Hello, Pastor. Hello and welcome. As always, you all know exactly who Pastor Daniel Black is. He is from Gospel Temple Baptist Church right in South Philly. And he shares, I liked Wendy Williams also. She needs our prayers. She absolutely does. She absolutely does. Oh, my goodness. Eric. Eric shares, hey, Dr. Z, her situation is sad. I just hope that she is surrounded by people who truly care about her well-being. Me too, Eric. She doesn't mm-hmm. need to return to TV. She needs prayers and God's healing. That, you know, that's I, such a great point. That is yes. such a great point. Because you prior to this, you, we already saw her life in the right. TV, things that were happening with her ex-husband and right. the baby. And so I'm sure all of that, all of that plays a big part in everything that she's going through. Yeah, I, I, I'm in full agreement with everything that you typed, Eric. I, uh, when I tell you, like I said, when I saw the clip today, I, I, it brought me, I was tearful because I, I did not know I was unaware. And at the same time, um, just to see anybody, anybody going through a hardship, you know, that, that's, that weighs you anyway. You know, when you see anyone go through a hardship and because she's such a public figure mm-hmm. it, and, and to see her in a, in this light, it was, oh, my goodness, it was it was heart wrenching. It really, really was. So I'm I'm praying for her well-being, but as well that she does not in any way return to TV, even this the special. I don't know if it aired or when it's airing, but I, I'm I'm really praying that it it doesn't it doesn't do further damage. Yeah. And, and I feel like maybe her marketing team or her, whomever felt like they needed to get in front of it and say that because as you saw the tabloids taking pictures of her while she was sick and mm-hmm. they probably wanted to give a, a justification for that. But sometimes it's just better just to disconnect, right? As you heal, as you as you work through whatever it is that you're going through, because that pressure it, it's added stress that unfortunately she does not need right now while she's trying to recover. We just talked about stress. We just talked about stress. But, you know, um, I did see something. Her niece was a, a, a guest on one of the morning shows. I saw a commercial advertising and her niece basically said, I'm summing this up, um, that Wendy wanted to create her own narrative. She didn't want her her story told by others or in another light. She herself wanted to create because she said her niece said people are asking, well, why? Why would she go on TV? Why would you know? And and that's a valid question. Mm-hmm. But her niece basically said that she herself wanted to tell her own story. She did not want her story to uh, being told by others. Yeah. Oh, Dr. Z. I, <laughs> I tell you, I tell you, uh, Garrett. Hi there. For, thank you for joining us. Shares heartbroken to hear about Wendy. I know Miss Joanne shares prayers. I hate that people's business has to be told when they're celebrities. It's just you know, it's it's just we don't we don't have any privacy as human beings anymore. We we just don't. We don't. I don't. We don't. We don't. Um, Khalil shares prayers up for Wendy Williams. Yes, yes, yes. Eric shares exactly. She's made her mark. We won't forget Wendy. Love yourself, laugh and live your best life. Yes, 
Yes. And Pepper shares, well, it makes sense. She can only, she can only tell her story. And you're right about that. You're right about that. If you want it to be told in a certain light, then what better way to do it than to tell your own uh, story? Jeff, hi there. Thank you for joining us. Jeff Mason shares. It's a reminder that life is so fragile. That's why we must give those well-deserved flowers while they are well. So true. Oh my goodness. See, that's why I get excited when you come, Dr. Z. I tell you all the time, y'all have no idea. I'm like the gnat at Dr. Z's cookout because I call her anything magical. Any, I do. Dr. Z, she's my oracle. <laughs> I am your I am your lifeline. Anytime, call me, Carol. We, we'll talk it through. We'll talk it through. <laughs> please don't get tired of me, Dr. Z. Please never, don't. Never, never, <laughs> please, never. Please don't. Uh, family, for those of you who have just joined us, welcome. You are tuned in to Love and Life right here on WURD with yours truly, Carol Riddick. It's Thursday and on Thursdays, it's Thursdays with Dr. Z. Um, we have just a few moments before we take a commercial break, so I'm going to go to the phone lines. We have James on uh, joining us from North Philly. Hey there, James. Thank you for calling and welcome. Yeah, good evening, ladies. Uh, um, Carol, I'm still looking for that James Bond number nine. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> Bond number nine. <laughs> um, on a serious note, uh, as far as Wendy and Bruce, are they the only two with this particular disease? I mean, because it sounds new, right? Mm -hmm. yeah. Of course, they had to work towards Doc. I'm going to be honest, you know, this is not a disease that I am 100% familiar with. It is a disease that after this call, I'm going to look up and learn more about. Um, but I want to probably say no. I think that we probably hear more about Wendy. We hear more about Bruce because they are who they are um, as far as celebrities. But I'm sure it's safe to say that there's others out here that are struggling with that same um, medical condition as well. Wow. Yeah. Mm. Okay. I'm yeah, I I'd not heard of it myself, James. I had never heard of it, and I wasn't aware that Bruce Willis had it. It so it came as a complete shock to me too. Well, ladies, y'all have a good evening. I'll talk to y'all later. Peace and love. Oh. Peace and love to you as well. Thank you, James. Uh, family, we're going to take a short commercial break, but stay with us because when we come back, we're going right back to the phone lines. We'll be right back. You're listening to Love and Life with Carol Riddick on WURD, Progressive Black Talk Media. And, and we are back. <laughs> Welcome back. You're tuned in to Love and Life with Carol Riddick right here on WURD. It's Thursdays with Dr. Z. And we're talking to Dr. Z in this hour. Um, as stated before the commercial break, we're going back to the phone lines. We've got Ron. Hi, Ron. Ron is waiting to talk with us. Welcome to the conversation, Ron. Yes. Hello, Carol and Love and Life family. And I would like to comments include all our family. You know, Dr. V, how's your loved one doing? I haven't spoken to you for quite some time. It concerned me when I spoke to you. Auntie was just on the program. But what you and Cal have done for your family and others, 
And to have this type of program on tonight and through the years and you to help them, here at Love and Light, we have our producer, Mr. Nicholas. We have our Malcolm White, one of the lead of men in opening up and encouraging encouraging other people to become a part of Love and Light. We say this, we never know what the Lord has in store. We can only be blessed that the Lord will give us peace and rest. And this is why this Love and Life family is so significant. Because what they do to support team, they may not can come to the family, anything like that, but they can be a part of this program and certainly make a difference. This is the most significant part of life and what we're talking about tonight. And I just want to share something with you. I tell her, her I'm on. I don't want to sound redundant, but she had her I'm on. And I, I didn't know. I said two things I'll never forget because I don't forget things. She mentioned one thing. She said that, that a rub. She used a number. When she, she used the number about her family, her sisters, I sit back in my bed. Is, it, is this ironic to be? Then, as the program went on and she was giving a testimony about her and her husband, her husband mentioned something on that program there about her condition and where she was at at this stage of her life. And because she used that number, and anybody that knows me, some of the business people know what I'm about to say. I'm going to give her husband this gift. It is so, and it was given to me many years as a child, and it had become a reality. And I want him to have that, Dr. Z, because when I give him this particular thing, I would say less than six months, he's going to see the reality of the gift that I'm going to give him. Mm. And you know, that's what's so important about this love and life. At the most crucial part of someone's life, like you do for your family and many others on our show is doing for their family. This is caring. It takes a it take a lot of it take a lot of uh, how can I say it? I don't want to get by them, but it, caring is so important. And this is my love and like family with the producer and all these people, Doctor uh, Doctor Z. You said a couple of weeks ago that you was not able to make it. I if I recall, some of the people were saying about Doctor Z, but we'll keep her and our positive energy. And you know, Dr. Z, what you have, I'm gonna ask the question to you, and you can answer it before I get off. What is, have you ever met anyone that was extremely intuitive, extremely, with the emphasis put on extremely? The reason I say that, doctor, is because God gives everyone some uh, special kind of gift. And I use that. This is what my gift in life was given to me, was given to me. And this is why God has left me to be very intuitive. So I'm going to, I know my cup is running well, but I'm going to say this to the doctor. I hope you and your family and that loved one, especially when I came, what she said out of her face the other day, the other night. It meant what she said the first time I heard her talk. And what Cal had done for her, like, no, yeah, I'm not bending to Cal. When she brought her on that program at the age that she is now, it had to be inspiration. Cal was very jubilant, and she was very happy 
now listen that uh now she have a radio family that cares for her. And somebody gonna show her, gonna show her how much they care for her and her husband in particular at a crucial time like this. This has been that word love kicking. Thank you, Malcolm, for talking about that candle. Just is so true. It is better to light one little candle because you're done because we never know what the Lord has in store for us. But I do know that he's in people like our WRD family to be an inspiration to those that is going through something. You mentioned the lady last night, Cal. How is she doing? Uh, I think it's your cut. What's her name? Uh, you mentioned, and she asked WRD uh, family to pray for her. You remember the lady? Miss Rosalind. Yep, I love yes, one. I yes. love Bug Miss Rosalind. She's coming along. Yes, yes. And so when I'm saying my cup running over, I talked to my primary person today. I have no complaints. I have a little problem with arthritis. But when I hear you guys, one here, it does wonders for me. It does wonders for me. I won't complain because I got the WRD love and life family. Thank you very much. Thank you so much, Ron. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Um, family, you are tuned in to Love and Life with Carol Riddick right here on WURD. Um, in this hour, we're talking with Dr. Z. And I actually threw Dr. Z a curveball because I started asking about Wendy Williams's condition. I, I am completely unfamiliar with the condition itself and was um, taken aback when I saw uh, the social media posting of her. Um, and I was sharing that it, it, it really, really made my heart heavy to see her in that way. So we were having a discussion about that. And I, I, again, I so apologize, Dr. Z, because I know you came prepared to talk with us about something else. Um, I do want to share my Lord, Ron gets my heart and I get all overwhelmed. Uh, Eric shares, I love you two together, Caroline and the doctor. Dynamic <laughs> <laughs> duo. That's right. That's right. And Jeff shares with us. So, Carol and Dr. Z, what I've gathered is that aphasia affects the left hemisphere of the brain and can be caused by several factors uh, stroke, severe head injuries brain tumor, et cetera. Okay. Oh, wow. Wow. Okay. Thank you for that, Jeff. Thank you so much. Um, yeah, I, I really, I had no idea. No idea. Um, and, and to jump in, I looked it up to answer the last caller's question and it says it impacts what 30% of people uh, suffer from this disease. So. Wow. Wow. That's it's more common than we probably hear about. As I said, I think we probably heard about it now because it's Wendy Williams and then it impacted Bruce Willis. But right. looking at looking it up, it appears that it's, it's more common than what we know. Well, Pepper shares when her great grandmother was in the nur a nursing home years ago, there was a young lady in the nursing home that had dementia at 40. Mm -hmm. And that was at least 20 years ago. Uh, so, again, I've always associated um, dementia and Alzheimer's with you know um elder individuals i i i had well i'm getting a a, a, a what do you call it a lesson <laughs> i'm definitely learning a lot about it these days 
but uh, the delicacy of it, it just tugs at my heartstrings, both Alzheimer's and dementia. But okay, Dr. Z. <laughs> Dr. Z said, wait, what? <laughs> you know, I'm always able to pivot, Carol. Wherever, wherever you want to go, that's where we go. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all know me, family. Y'all know I'm all over the place. Y'all know I am always mixing apples with oranges. And sometimes I throw in a few peaches and pears. Okay. <laughs> so Dr. Z. What did you have? What did you bring with that to, with you today to talk with us about? Yes. So today we are talking about premarital anxiety. Oh, so last man. week we had a good conversation around, thanks to you, Carol, you did another pivot last week that I loved. It was a great topic. Can you be pro-Black and date outside your race? And a lot of conversation came up around marriage and dating. And so this week, we, we were suggested to talk about premarital anxiety. And so we often think about anxiety, marriage being an exciting time and mm-hmm. all of the great feelings of butterflies. But we often don't talk about the emotions that come with preparing for marriage. And so that's what we will be talking about today, Carol. Wow. The emotions that come with preparing for marriage. Huh. You know, I'm always curious to know. And I'm going to put this question out there, family. Um how long do you feel that a couple should date before even considering marriage or even having the conversation about marriage? I, I'm, wait, Eric, wait a minute. <laughs> Eric shares, first he shares, all you need now is Pepper to join and make it a trio. And come then he on, shares, Pepper. <laughs> shares, come on, Pepper. Then he shares, you two can pivot, Wonder Woman and Batgirl, you know? <laughs> <laughs> And Malcolm shares, oh yeah, that interracial stuff got deep last it did, time. It did. It did. It was still going on after the segment. I texted Carol. I said, Carol, they are still talking about this topic. It, it was a heavy one. It, it was. really was. It was. Oh my God. And then David was on last night and he shared a clip. He brought a clip with him. And listen, that clip had my mind going even after the show. Family, you'll remember it was Dr. Claude Anderson. It was a clip of Dr. Claude Anderson. And this clip was from a while back. It wasn't even a, it wasn't recent. And there was just so too much truth to handle, quite honestly. But in any event, I digress. All right. So family, I want to know, uh, for those of you that would like to call us, feel free to do so. You can do so by dialing 215-634-8065. Or you can even call us toll free at one 866 Three six one zero nine hundred. The question is, what do you feel is uh, a good amount of time, or I guess that's the, you know a good way to phrase it, you know, to date before discussing or even considering marriage for a couple uh, to, you know, what do you think? What do you think? What do you think? We want to know. We want to know. I want to know that Doctor Z did not ask that question. I want to know. <laughs> I want to know. Oh, you want to know? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, we want to know. We want to know what you think and how you feel. Nick, you know, I'm pulling you in. I always pull Nick into the conversations. Nick, Nick, what do you think? What do you think? Uh, hey, Carol. Hey, Dr. Z. Um, hey, Nick. Let hey, me Nick. just preface this by saying <laughs> I'm not married. Um, okay. I don't have the right answer. Um, I just have my opinion on it. And my opinion is always based on what's going to be best for the family unit. And so Mm -hmm. I think that no matter how much you really love somebody, I mean, the gesture is always nice. 
I I think you it, you need to get to a point where you go financially. I can make this happen, or fa- financially, I know that we can make this happen possibly. Mm. And uh, to that end, I guess to, to answer the initial question, whenever you 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 know you get that feeling in your your heart or in your chest, where you go, "This is the person I want to spend the rest of my life with." Mm-hmm. That's a good indicator. But just because you get that that feeling that pops up into your chest or in your heart or in your mind, wherever, I do think you do need to wait until you know that this financially I can I can handle this. I can take on this responsibility of starting a family. And, you know, even before that, the the wedding, the ring, all the things that you need to gather. Um, so I, I would look at it from a financial standpoint, you know, financial. That's an interesting response. Okay. Nick, I could feel your wheels turning. You hear me? I almost smelled the smoke. What Nick said, listen, all right, let me get this right. Let me get this. <laughs> and you're right. There is no right or wrong answer. I'm just curious, curious to know what you think and how you feel. But well, I respect that. I receive that financially. That's quite honestly, listen, uh, that's a great answer. That's a great a answer. answer. It sure is. Because that is one of the top three reasons that lead to the divorce. You are right. <laughs> I like that. Nick, that is a great answer. We'll take that. We'll take okay. that. Okay. We will take that as the right answer, quite honestly. <laughs> so thank you, Nick. Thank you for joining the conversation. I know. I know. I know I pulled you into it. So family, what do you think? Malcolm, Eric, you two got quiet. What do you think? Jeff, Pepper, what do you think? What do you think? Are you tuned in? What do you think? Uh, Khalil, Joanne, what do you think? What is a good amount of time for a couple to be together before they consider or discuss getting married? What's that? What do you think? What do you think? So, Dr. Z, you made reference to the anxieties uh, um, of a couple that, that, that they experience. Um, I'm curious to know what kind of anxiety is there from like what, what kind of pressure is there? So the first pressure is for some people, they struggle with thinking about the past where they still are maybe stuck on fear of things that may have happened in the past, making sure that they've overcame those things, making sure that they're not going to perpetuate that perpetuate, excuse me, that mm-hmm. behavior or that pattern of behavior in the future. When we talk about this idea of anxiety, we also talk about fear of the future or concern about the future. So I'm getting ready to get married. What's getting ready to happen? What is this going to mm-hmm. look like? Nick brought up a great point. Financially, are we going to be on the same page? Are we going to parent the same? Are we going to are we going to do all the things that helps keep the marital bond together? So sometimes mm-hmm. that what if uh, conversation creates futuristic anxiety. But I love looking down here. I think it was uh, Rick said those serious conversations. A lot mm-hmm. of times we eliminate those uh, feelings of anxiety to some extent. When we have necessary conversations before we get married, some people just jump into this idea of marriage just based on the feeling. I like her. Mm-hmm. He likes me. We like each other. But have you talked about the hard things? Have you mm-hmm. come to some level of agreement around what's right, what's wrong, what's the neutral playing ground? Have we done that? And I think we talked. Carol, too, in the past about pre-engagement counseling. We sure did. We had someone speak about that. That is also so necessary because a lot of times when the ring goes on the finger, we are so excited about planning the wedding and all of the things that comes with planning the wedding, the announcement, the family, 
that we forget that we still have to have those hard conversations or those mm-hmm. tough conversations. How about that? That Oh, my goodness. Family, uh, I see that you are posting and I cannot wait to share your comments. It's time for us to take a commercial break. So stay with us because we're coming right back. You're listening to Love and Life on WURD, Progressive Black Talk Media. And we are back. Welcome back. Welcome to Love and Life with Carol Riddick right here on WURD. We're talking with Dr. Z because it's Thursdays with Dr. Z. And we're talking about that anxiety that couples get um, or that they go go through or can experience when going from being boyfriend and girlfriend to husband and wife. Dr. Z, you were sharing with us about that anxiety uh, beforehand. You know what? I did say we would go to our socials when we came back. So we're going to start there. Mm-hmm. And uh, Eric shares, he thinks a, a year at least with serious conversation and sincere quality time wisely spent. Huh. Okay. A year at least. I got that. And Jeff shares, Nick has a very good point. I'm on my way to my second marriage and I just celebrated my anniversary in December. I believe when the heart, your feelings, and your mind, your logical thinking, agree. Huh. Okay. Thank you. Thank you for that. Um, Eric follows. Listen, y'all. When I say a year, in that year, it should entail real dates, time on e- in each other's space, money, uh, future expectations, and definitely sexual compatibility. Yeah, that's a conversation, too. That's definitely a conversation. And uh, Ms. Joanne shares, that's a hard question. Maybe about two years, but everything shouldn't shouldn't have been peaches and cream. Exactly. You need some other situations to see how you all handle the bad times. I agree with that. I do agree with that. Malcolm shares. uh, I've never been married and have only thought about it with one woman. Rest in peace. I'm sorry to read that. This would have this would have to be a deep conversation in all caps. You would have to have real time all caps together. Before you could even consider marriage, finances, compatibility, emotional maturity, and long-term plans are definitely a factor. And then he follows that in all caps, as well as sex. <laughs> yes. See, that's a big one. That is a big one. That is a big one. I think that was actually one of the conversations we had to talk about. We did. Uh, for one of the weeks. So we may have to put that on the on the table. But yes, I agree. I agree. I think that we create a list of things that are important to us. We measure those things. How are we doing around these topics? Finances, mm-hmm. sex, spirituality, uh, parenting. What are the goals? Are we on the same page with those? Mm-hmm. What will they look like? We, we have to, you know, have what I call more than fluff conversations. We have to be able to go deep. And I feel like one of the, the I would say, yellow mm-hmm. red flags when we talk about how long before we get engaged or married should be, if we can't have those conversations without arguing mm. or without it causing tension, then it may not be time to propose or accept the ring. How about, oh, that's a great point. That's a great point. You know, it's, it's interesting to me as I'm reading the comments. Uh, Dr. Z, you are so right. That was a conversation that we had talking about being physically compatible or, or mm-hmm. incompatible. And how, how do you, well, here I am again. Here I go pivoting. Because how does one deal with um, being in the position where you are physically incompatible, but now you're married? So that that is a a hot topic question. (laughs) However, it goes to the conversations that 
we have to have before we get married. What does intimacy, sexual intimacy look like for you? Uh, mm-hmm. What are your expectations? What are the mm-hmm. things that you're interested in? And engage in that, right? Whether mm-hmm. you are exploring it physically or if you chose to say, I don't want to explore that physically now. I want to wait. That's totally preference and choice. But it definitely has to be a conversation because I cannot tell you enough as a marriage and family therapist, how many times I have seen myself and colleagues in our field, couples Mm -hmm. who are married Mm -hmm. are not able to be compatible sexually. Mm -hmm. And that leads to a lot of tension outside of the bedroom. You think? Yes, absolutely. I imagine. I can only imagine that it does. We're going to go to our phone lines. We have one of our family members waiting to join the conversation. Hi there. Thank you for calling. Hello, um, Carol and Dr. Z. Good evening. Good evening. Um, this is a very, very interesting question, and I feel like it varies depending on each person's situation. But for me, um, I've never been married, but just speaking to like some of my married friends, it seems like it's more of a spiritual conversation and then everything else mm-hmm. ties into it in terms of like finances, I mean, finances and uh, compatibility. So I, I just feel like it, it varies. Mm-hmm. Uh, so how important for you is physical compatibility? For me? Um, it's, it's definitely important, but it's the icing on the cake. I feel like you have to be emotionally intertwined with your partner, Mm -hmm. whomever that may be, and just making sure your communication level is up to par and stuff like that, and and quality time and things of that ilk. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. How important are are finances to you? Finances are definitely important, too, but I feel like that can be, that's an open-ended conversation where it's like, it varies because both parties can be, you know, it could, it, it fluctuates throughout time. At, at, it could be, you know, one person could be up in a relationship while the other person is down. But I think it's very important to keep those lines of communication and transparency open for sure. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Dr. Z, did you have a question or a comment? Okay. Thank you so much for uh, contributing to the conversation. Thank you so much for your responses. We appreciate that. Oh, my goodness, family. I see that we're commenting as Joanne is asking Dr. Z, why do you think people stay together for years? Then after years, they get married and it falls apart not long after. Well, I think that one prior to dating, did we have the conversations? Did we talk? Um, Did we come to some level of agreement? But I also think a lot of times when we get married, if I can say life gets real. So now Mm -hmm. the things that we may not have had to discuss together because we were separate, maybe we had two different houses, your Mm -hmm. money was your money, my money was my money. Now we have to figure out how do we work together? Um, Is that the cause? So it would really depend on what was the cause or what led to that downfall in the marriage. Nine times out of 10, a lot of the things that lead to that downfall are conversations that we didn't have or come to some agreement on prior to getting married. Mm, I'll tell you, Pepper shares tension out of the bedroom and inside the bedroom. And Jeff shares, good point, Dr. Z. Are we equating sex with intimacy? That's a big one because some people do. Yeah. A lot of people do. 
two mm-hmm. totally separate two things. separate things. Two separate things. I mean, sexual sex is intimacy. Mm-hmm. However, it's not intimacy all in itself. And truth be told, sex starts outside of the bedroom, right? Mm-hmm. It's the intimacy. It's the connection. It's the relationship. It's the things that we do before we get into the bedroom that creates that fire once we get into the bedroom. And a lot of times that. couples miss that. They miss that point. They think that it once we get into the bedroom, the lights go off or stay on, whatever the choice is, right? Well, it starts. That? It actually starts outside mm-hmm. the bedroom. Eric shares it exactly. People need to know if you like to talk or if you like to cuddle, if you hate cuddling, folks need to be mature and honest and keep it 100%. Yeah, people don't, trust me, they don't. <laughs> they don't always do so. And you're absolutely right about that. And that's exactly why a lot of times it falls apart. They're not honest. Malcolm shares, I agree with the caller. Oh, that was uh, Justin. I'm sorry that called a moment ago. I agree with the caller. It can depend on the stage of life in which you are about that. But Carol, I know we got to go. And this sounds like something we need to to pivot into next week. (laughs) However, are they not honest? Or do we have rose glass lenses on where we don't see who they Mm -hmm. are because we're so excited of the idea of them? And then we really see who they are when we get married. Or did they put on, you know, a facade prior to and then now the mask comes on once we say I do. Oh, I've had both. <laughs> so I can look, I can speak to both. Oh my listen, when you say pivoting and continuing that conversation, yes, I've had both. So yes, I'm familiar with both scenario. <laughs> but family, here we are. Dr. Z, thank you, thank you, thank you. As always, thank you for coming to spend some time with us and just to, to help to educate me <laughs> because I always have a question about something. So thank you for your patience. Thank you for educating me. Thank you for your time, your attention, your spirit um, and the information. Just thank you. We look forward to talking with you again next week. Family, <clears throat> praising God from whom all blessings flow. Thank you. As you You've been listening to Word Radio On Demand. Listen live at 96.1 FM, 900 AM, and online at wordradio.com.